Well, time to talk basketball with our usual correspondent, Body Nodge. How are you, Body? <laughs> I'm really correspond, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, Body, the, the, uh, keyboard. <laughs> the uh, Women's FIBA World Cup is sneaking up on us, and I think the Opals are in camp down at one of your old haunts, the Gold Coast. How are you going to yes. go? Yes, they're absolutely there. Well, look, I think I think the um, the return of of Lauren Jackson, uh, even though at forty one, you say, well, you know, her, probably her best basketball was in the rearview mirror. But what she brings as the greatest of all time, as as that champion player, is is a confidence that will help that team rediscover its culture. I think it's lost its culture over the last couple of Olympic games. Now, the Opals had a very very strong culture built by Tom Ma way back mm. in the in the nineties when we first started to make finals and, and and win medals. I think that's sort of been subverted during, let's call it, say, the Liz Cambridge era. <laughs> if um, a better word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think her return um, brings that, that player back that, that recognises, you know, you've got to leave it all on the floor. And I, and I think just it inspires all the players around her. So I, I think her selection... And the fact that she was good enough to make this team, that's the most important point. She's not there as a token. She had to make that team. She had to push out somebody. And, in fact, she did Alana Smith as an Olympian last year. So uh, to knock someone like that out, who's um, in their prime of their career, she had to have uh, really shown something in camp. And, obviously, in the uh, NBL East competition with Aubrey, where she dominated and won the MVP award for the league. So... Her return, I think, uh, definitely changes our prospects because I, I actually thought we were uh, the Opals were sort of heading in a, in a downward spiral, and and this group that they're in is is a really really tough group. I mean, France is ranked sixth in the mm. world, um, Canada's ranked fourth in the world, Japan eighth, mm. and Serbia tenth, and currently we're. Uh, ranked third in the world, but I think that's a, that's a little bit generous on what our past few performances have been, and Japan has had our number a bit, so it's a very tough group, but I think you know, they're, they're on the Gold Coast at the moment, their, their preparation is well underway, and I've had a look at what their daily schedule is, it's really busy and, and uh, very focused. I, I think we're probably going to be able to make it through to the medal rounds, and then you know it's just a matter of whether luck goes with you or doesn't. Mm. Body, the NBL Blitz gets underway next week in Darwin. We saw some pre-season games scheduled for this week. And, and last night, the Tasmania Jack Jumpers took on South East Melbourne Phoenix. So we're up and about already. Yeah, we're up and about. We've got Brisbane playing their first game uh, tomorrow night in, in um, Ballarat against Melbourne United, which should be interesting. Although... I wouldn't read too much into that initial result because there's a strong chance that Aaron Baines won't be playing. I think he rolled his ankle at, at training, or that's the story currently doing the round. So he may be missing from that game and also uh, the Bullets' backup match against um, Melbourne on Saturday night out at Casey Stadium, which is about as far away from Ballarat as you can get. In fact, it's you know you get you, get, you go past Dandenong and you just keep going, and you finally and, and keep going and, and keep going, and then you get to Casey. But um, having made that trip a couple of times in June, we're, we're coaching juniors at a tournament there, um, it's a fantastic stadium. So, uh, but I'm just saying for Bullets fans who are getting excited and rightly so about what their team might produce this year, don't get too hooked up in what these results, these first couple of results may look like. Yeah, they, yeah, they, may not, they may not really reflect what that team's going to be like. you got a sense and of you, who may be the big improver for the year, Body, in the end, uh, BL? Let me just see if I can tap into my Hungarian <laughs> death out of here. Yes, Jared is here. He's got his pen out. <laughs> I think he's got his pen out a bit too often. <laughs> um, 
Uh, look, uh, we've got, uh, I think Perth Wildcats is the team, is the sleeper team that we've got to worry about because I've got a new coach in John Willey and I spoke with him this week, very, very focused and he's got that team just quietly getting, you know, I think they're the team that you're going to, and I say that because, you know, they missed the playoffs last year. They they the winning record was 16 and 12, a record that was probably good enough to get second or third place a couple of years ago. They missed the playoffs first time since 1987. And a lot of those guys that are returning, like Bryce Cotton and Mitch Norton and Jesse Wagstaff, Todd Blanchard, I think they all feel that, you know, like we're the ones that missed out. And there's a, there's a, is driving them, and then you've, they've got quite a couple, a couple of good, really good imports. So yeah, I'd be watching them. I would really be keeping an eye out on them. I, I think we can, we can sort of go to sleep on them a little bit and go, oh, well, right, the Perth era is over. Um, let's just focus on how well Brisbane have recruited or how well Adelaide have recruited because they have very well. But um, yeah, I, I, I would say just keep an eye on that Perth Wildcats. And Buddy, how are your book sales going? I don't think they're being heard at all by Paddy Mills being in the yeah, country right now. <laughs> he's, he's conducting his unearthed tour, which is uh, four speaking engagements, the first one of which has already occurred in, in Brisbane and uh, was a massive success. It's just Paddy and, and Mel McLaughlin interviewing him and just talking about his life and, and what he what he's learnt and what he's been through. And, you know, it, it's a very inspiring story. So he's also doing that in... in um, Sydney, Melbourne and Perth in the, in the coming week or so, week or two and he's also running some coaching clinics uh, he's got one on the Gold Coast today which I think is the last of his um, Queensland commitments so if kids want to get to that they should they should rush but uh, his presence here yeah I think the book sales are going extremely well, I mean it's I don't. I'm not trying to blow my own horn here, but I'm I'm really proud of that book because uh, I think to be able to nail what what Paddy means to us, not just as a sportsman, but as a human being, um, and what he what he brings uh, on all, all other levels, not just just you know exciting on the basketball court, but just the way he lives his life, the way he he uses his money um, to to benefit others. He's an inspiration, and so. Yeah, hopefully uh, it'll help my book sales. Yeah, my, my, my 20 cents a book, that's really going to help. Well, one thing I would say, Body, is that it's one of the few books where the author's name is on a more prominent position on the front page than the actual subject of the book. So well done there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Look, I, I, I didn't design it. I just approved it. <laughs> you just gave it the tick. Yeah. <laughs> that's big enough. Body Nodge in white at the top. <laughs> Look, it's easy to miss. <laughs> Uh, Buddy, it's always a pleasure. Very exciting times. I think it's going to be an excellent year here in the NBL, especially for Brisbane Bullets fans. We've got a lot to look forward to. We'll uh, we'll catch up next week, mate. Thanks, Buddy. Look forward to it. Cheers, guys.